we speak the word, then the word will speak forth for you. You are not going to live barren lives, nor are you going to win a battle and lose three. When you hear the word, your faith will rise. And when your faith rises and you're pleasing unto God, then you can't help but win. You can't help but succeed. You can't help but be victorious because God will always, always, always back up his written word. 1 John 3, 8. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. The lack of the spoken word in your life equates to loss of territory. When there is a lack of the spoken word in your lives, in our lives, it equates to a lack of territory or a loss of territory, stolen territory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't want that. The loss of victory is a byproduct of a barren mouth, barren and void of the word. Stand at attention, church. And destroy the devil's work. That's what we're going to do. We're standing at attention. And we're going to destroy the devil's work. Because it was for this purpose that the Son of God was manifested. That he might destroy the works of the devil. So guess what we get to do? We get to destroy the works of the devil as well, right? Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. And he did it. He did it, right? At the cross. He did it with the resurrection. He did it, right? And so the works of the devil are sins, 1 John 3 and 8. For he who sins is of the devil, for the devil had sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. So the works of the devil are sins, and he who sins is of the devil, because the devil has sinned from the beginning. Say, from the beginning of time. He's been a deceiver, but... No longer in my life, in your life, will he deceive you. Because the word of God is near you. The word of God is in your mouth and in your heart. It is near you. And you will walk in the favor of the Lord. And you will decree the word of the Lord. And you will not live barren lives. You are not going to live barren lives. Nor are you going to win a battle and lose three. You're going to win. And you're going to keep winning, and you're going to keep winning, because we're going to keep on putting the word of God in our mouths, which always produces good fruit. The word will produce good fruit. Amen? So the Son of God was manifested, which means he was made visible. And you can't win an attack hiding in the corner of your house. You can't win an attack hiding in the corner anywhere. You can't win a war or an attack just by looking at a situation and not allowing God's word to come forth out of your mouth. Are we all together? Are you with me? So let it be known to you that, uh, devil, that we're not backing down. Let, let it be known to you, devil, that we're here and we're here to stay. And we're growing in faith day by day. And our authority is growing moment by moment. And we know that we are victorious and we will not lose. We cannot lose. You know, I say that all the time. I always win. I always win. You always win. Because of Christ in you, the hope of glory. You always win. You got to see, if you believe that, it's yours. If you don't, it's not. I know that I always win. I don't care how bad bad looks. I don't care what he tries. I always win. I matter, as a matter of fact, I tell him that. Devil, you know I always win.
And I say that in the midst of the trial. I say that when he tries all of his shenanigans. Remember, I always win because of Christ in me. That's why you win when you believe this because Christ is in you, the hope of glory. And you can't lose. Why? Because the greater one lives on the inside of you. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So if the greater one lives on the inside of you and he said you're going to do greater things than he did, then how could you lose? But we have to make sure that we're doing the right things in order to claim that victory. And tonight, I'm telling you that the word of God must be coming forth out of your mouth. See, the victories that you won is because you were faithful to speaking the word. Some of you got used to speaking the word and you got used to the victories and you got so happy you stopped speaking the word. And so there was a level of victory that you experienced and it stopped and you were like, hey, what happened? Hey, what happened? There was a moment in time, there was a season where I just kept seeing things and it was like it was working. The word was working, but I feel dry now. You will have the level of victory that you want. You will have the level of victory that you fight for. You will have the level of victory that you actually open your mouth for. You see, every, we're all the same. It, the more that we stay in the word of God, the more we get strengthened and filled up. But if we take a break, which there are no breaks in Christianity, if you take a vacation, there are no vacations in Christianity. But some decide that they're going to take a vacation from Christianity and just not read their word. They decide they're just not going to, you know, be faithful. And they think, you know what, I had so many great victories. I, I memorized some scripture. I, I stood on it and I saw the victory. I saw that child come home. I saw that marriage healed. I saw that finances come to pass. And then they take a break. They back off because they think they're good. And then they realize, just a short while, they're not very good. And they realize, gee, I feel kind of dry. Don't tell me that none of you have experienced this, because we all have. You feel like, wow, what happened? What ha you need to be faithful in speaking the word. When we speak the word which is near us, it's in our mouths, it is in our hearts. When we speak the word, then the word will speak forth for you. It will work for you. It will literally do what it said it's going to do. Think about this. We have the written word, right? The Bible is the written word. That means that the Lord went to the extent of writing down his covenant for us. It's a contract. It is a literal legal contract that we get to use and cash in however we need and whenever we need and hopefully it's every day, right? See, if I could just get you to really understand what I'm saying here and be excited and be not just excited so that you can be, hey, rah, 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 but walk out the door and not remember what I said. Excited to the point to where you are convinced that you're going to make some changes in your life. And even every one of you in your lives, right? Excited that you're, you know what, that's me. I'm going to make a change. I'm making a change in my life today. And from this day forward, I'm going to be diligent to speak that word out loud. And I'm going to see it come to pass. I will see it come to pass. So the son of God appeared. He appeared. And we are to show up too. You know, the son of God appeared. First John 3.10. Maybe we can put that up. Both the children of God and the children of the devil, they're going to show up. But we're going to be made visible because the word's going to come forth out of our mouths. 1 John 3 and 10. 1 John 3 10. 
in this, the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Wait, 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 what? The children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. But the children of the devil, the children of God and the children of, ma of, the, of the devil are manifest. In other words, they both show up. They're both showing up. Devil's tactics show up. God's glorious, victorious plan shows up. When you say yes, I'm saying yes, you're going to be visible. Say, I'm saying yes, I'm going to be visible. You're going to be visible in the spirit realm. I'm talking about the spirit realm right now. You speak the word which is alive, and you're visible in the spirit realm, and you're literally causing change. Hallelujah. Wow. So you've been given yoke-destroying power, and you know that. Isaiah 10, 27. You've been given yoke-destroying power. We all know that. You know, the devil is into yokes, right? But the anointing breaks the yokes. Say, come on, the anointing breaks the yokes. And the anointing on my life, on your life, on all of your lives, breaks the yokes. Say amen. That's my portion. That's my lot. See, we don't just sing these things. We, we're not singing about the favor of the Lord is upon our lives, we actually believe it. We really believe it, don't we? We believe it, so therefore we walk in a level of victory that many other churches just know it by reading it, but not experiencing it. Therefore, they're not seeing the fruit of it. May the power of the Holy Spirit that is upon your lives, that is within you. May you embrace the power of the Holy Spirit right now with all grace, with his supreme authority, church, that you would rise up and allow him to speak, that you would rise up and allow him to move upon your lives, every one of you. May the power of the Holy Spirit right now transform you to a whole nother level Simply because God is here and he is saying, I'm raising you up. Arise and shine for your light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. There is nothing you cannot do that God has called you to. Nothing. And the boldness on your lives, the confidence on your lives, godly confidence on your lives, godly boldness, that assurance that you are exactly where you need to be. That, my dear brothers and sisters in the Lord, is purely from the streams of heaven because you planted yourself and you said, I'm not going to move, I'm not going to shift, I'm going to stand focused on the power of God. Because what I'm talking to you about here today, about the lack of a spoken word in your life, equates loss of territory or Loss of victory is a byproduct of a barren mouth. So Exodus 17 and verse 14. Look at what the word of the Lord says here. It says, then the Lord said to Moses, write this for a memorial in the book and recount it in the hearing of Joshua that I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called its name, The Lord is my banner, Jehovah Nisi.
For he said, because the Lord has sworn, the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. From generation to generation. Listen to what he said. The Lord said to Moses, write this. Verse 14. We're in Exodus 17, 14. Exodus 17, 14. The Lord said to Moses, write this for a, memorial, for a memorial in the book and recount it in the hearing of Joshua. He is saying, write this out in a memorial book, recount it. In other words, speak it in Joshua's ears. Speak it out loud to your children. Speak it so that they hear. When the promise of God is spoken, is heard, is when the promise of God is adhered and then carried out. But you see how he said here, he said, I want you to write it out. Do you write it out? Do you write out the promises? Do you write out the word, the prophetic word spoken, the promises of God? When we write it out, you are doing this very first part of what the Lord said to Moses to do. And he said, I want you to write this out. Lord said to Moses, write this for a memorial in the book and recount it. Don't just write it and forget it. I want you to write it. I want you to speak it. I want you to write it. I want you to speak it, not just for yourselves, but for others. He said, I want you to speak it. I want you to speak it, recount it in the hearing of Joshua, that I will utterly blot out the remembrance of your enemies. He is going to blot out even the remembrance of your enemies. And you all have Amalekites, so like spirits, working in your own lives. But he says, I'm going to wipe out even the remembrance. But it's your job to write it out and it's your job to speak it and not only to yourself and for yourselves, but for those that are in the vicinity, those that are needing to hear it, those that are connected to you. It's my job to read this out loud to you. It's my job for to make sure that when I speak it, that I speak it under the unction of the Holy Spirit. Because then you're hearing it. And when you hear it, your faith rises up and you grab, you grab hold of it. And you say, this is mine and it will not fail. Because you're hearing. You're hearing the word of truth. And faith rises when you hear God's word. When you hear the word. Your faith will rise. When your faith will rise, when your faith rises, you're pleasing unto God. And when your faith rises and you're pleasing unto God, then you can't help but win. You can't help but succeed. You can't help but be victorious because God will always, always, always back up his written word. Remember, it's a covenant. He's always going to back it up. I mean, he went to the extent of writing it down. We have the benefit of reading it. In the Old Testament, you know, even in Exodus here, they didn't have the benefit of reading it. They had to trust the word that was spoken to them, whether it be audible, whether it was in a vision, whether it was in a dream. They had to trust. And then, of course, brought and carried down from generations prior. They had to trust this word was literally going to work. But we have the benefit of not only their original Abraham, you know, you're, you're going to be a father of many nations. Well, that was a vision that he had. But he believed it, didn't he? It was, a, it was a credit to him as righteousness, wasn't it? Because he believed the word of the Lord. Because he kept that word alive on the inside of him. Because he kept on repeating it. He spoke it. He spoke it. And, you know, and it, that promise continued to be repeated. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. I'm going to repeat this promise because it's going to come to pass in the fullness of its measure. How about you? 
because in the fullness of the measure of the promise, it's coming to pass. Your life, the lives of your children, the lives of your children's children, both natural, right, spiritual, and natural, right? Because you are all influencing someone. Because you are all called to literally influence other people. So think about this. Jehovah Nissi, which is the Lord is my banner. Jehovah Nissi, the Lord is my banner. He tells, he tells Moses, write this out. I want you to write it out. I want you to recount it. I want you to say it in the hearing of Joshua because I will utterly, that means completely, blot out not just the enemy but even the remembrance. How many of you know that, how many of you can honestly say, I, I have experienced that. There was a day that the battle was wicked and fierce and now it's like it never even happened. Who, who can, and now it's like it never even happened. As a matter of fact, I have to force myself sometimes to go, it was really bad, I remember it, but I, God has taken away the remembrance. Isn't that true? He takes away even the remembrance. In other words, the severity of pain, the sting is gone. The, the deep-seated emotions, the, the deep-seated emotions, they're gone. They're healed. Is that true for many of us? That's what he does. If that's not where you're at today, just hang on because, and keep being faithful to the word which is faithful to us because it will be, it will be your testimony. Remember what he just said. Even the remembrance is going to be blotted out. So even the pain, some of you guys, there's a season where it's like, wow, you feel so trapped in the pain, but that's going. That is not your lot. That is not God's calling in your life for you to walk in trauma, pain, misery, defeat, discouragement, on and on. It's not God's calling in your life. He'll use it, but it's not God's calling in your life. He's going to use it, of course. He does. He uses everything. Nothing goes to waste. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purposes, right? So everything he got, he will use it all. He will use it all. And you're being transformed. We are being transformed. We are going from glory to glory, right? We're going from victory to victory. You are going from glory to glory. You're going from victory to victory, from abundance to abundance. This is what God's lot on your life is, from healing to, be, to walking in wholeness. Not just healed, but whole. Mind, soul, emotions, everything. So, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So, write out your victories and keep on hearing them. Write them out. Write out the victories. Write out the promises and keep on hearing them. In other words, you got to speak it. you got to recount them if you're going to keep on hearing them. Write out the promises and hear them. Why? Because when you stop doing what I'm telling you to do is when the enemy takes ground. This is how it works. When Moses, right above that, the story right above that, when, when they went to war, Moses, so let's, let's just read it in verse 12. Well, let me back up a little bit, though. Look at verse 9. Moses said to Joshua, choose us some men and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought. With Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and 
her went up to the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. When his hands were raised, Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. When he let down his hands, his enemies started to prevail. When he stopped with the arm of the Lord, the rod of the Lord in his hands, which is a seat of authority, which was a statement that he was making in the heavenlies, when he stopped that and put his arms down because he was getting tired, the enemies started to gain access. They were prevailing. But the same is true when we stop speaking on a continual basis, the word of promise. And we take that little break because we were so content with the victory that we experienced. And then we started to realize that the victory is not quite victorious anymore or maybe in another area, right? So as Moses had to keep his hands up, and of course they helped him, that's what we're doing for one another, aren't we? Iron sharpening iron. We're helping each other. That's what, that's what the church is called to do. When you hear the word, right now you're being strengthened. Right now your arms are being lifted up. Right now your faith is being bolstered. Right now you're, being in, you're increasing in your own faith walk because you're hearing the word of God. And the word of God always will cause you to walk in greater levels of faith. Right? So when he lifted up his arms, they won that battle. And as you speak the word, it's like lifting up your arms. When you come here to worship, you're doing battle. You're literally winning wars. You're literally fighting on others' behalf, maybe, maybe your own, but also others. You're literally standing as a, as a warrior and you're saying, I am victorious. And because I'm victorious, everyone connected to me will be too. Because when you say that, and you mean that, and the enemy hears you, he becomes threatened of you. He doesn't like you. Good. Say it's good. I don't like him either. I was doing deliverance with somebody just recently, and they said, they said the same thing. They don't know this, but I've heard this same thing over and over with many different people that I end up doing deliverance with. They turn to me, and they go, I'm like, really? Like, I like him. Oh, I hate him too. It's good. It's good. Say, it's good. God hates sin. He's full of sin. It's all he does is corrupt people to sin. We're to hate what God hates, right? So you hate him too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we are victorious over that devil. But it's just, it's funny because there are so many different people in deliverance, they'll turn to me and it's like they've got this revelation like it's new or something. It's not new. It's not new. But the truth of it is, is that when we speak the word of God, the devil hates you too. When we speak, when you speak the word of God, the devil hates you because he knows there's power in the word. He knows there's victory in the word. He knows that the word is Jesus. We should know that the word is Jesus. We do know that the word is Jesus. He's alive. And, and that as he walked, Jesus walked on earth. It's literally like the word became flesh and he dwelt amongst us, right? Right? But the word became flesh, dwelt amongst us. Now the word in the form of the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of us, the living word. And he literally fills up. 
the wells of salvation with joy, right? And we continue to drink deep. And as we continue to drink deep with joy, God continues to pour more into us. And we continue to pour out more. Why? Because we're able to now. Because we've been equipped. Because now you have a different stance. Now you have the position and the posture of a warrior that has been called by God as an ambassador to do his will. And you're confident at that. You're not going to shift. You're not going to have a double mind, right? No double mind here. Amen. Yeah, so, so whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. We call on the name of the Lord. We continue calling on the name of the Lord. Salvation, not just for the one time, you know, obviously salvation from hell. But what about salvation on a day-to-day -day basis? And I'm not talking about your eternal salvation. I'm talking about just your help in day-to-day. -day. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord, God is your Savior. He's your rescuer. He's the one that knows exactly what you need. He goes before you. He's behind you. He is a shield all around you, and he knows exactly what you need to hear, right? He knows exactly what we all need to hear, so he speaks it because he's good. Say he's good. To me, to you, to your neighbor, all the time. <laughs> Glory to God. So faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. You can hear a lot of things, and it's not going to give you faith. But faith comes by hearing, but that hearing must be the word of God. People go, oh, but I hear, I heard so-and-so, they did this, you know, devotion, and they did this and that. Hey, faith comes by hearing but hearing, like true hearing, like hearing the depths, hearing the, the getting the understanding, right? Getting the revelation, hearing comes by the word of God. So make sure that you're in it. Make sure that this legal document, this written covenant is literally on the inside of you. Because I'll tell you right now, the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Are you the church? We're all the church. We are. We make up the church. We are individually the church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against you. And I think you need to say that over yourselves right now. The gates of hell shall not prevail against me. And you say that with a confident authority that you know. Hmm. Devil, I'm up. And I'm staying up. Even when I'm asleep, I'm still staying up. Because your spirit is alive. Because your spirit is alive. Our spirits are alive. And even in your sleep, you will be trained, your spirits will be trained to pray in the spirit, to know God's presence. Even when you are physically sleeping, your spirit is alive and awake. That's why we train our spirits. That's why we don't taint our spirits. That that's why we don't listen to garbage. That's why we don't put ourselves in places that would be uh, divided or just places that would be considered mixture. Because your spirit hears, your spirit is absorbing. And we want to absorb the goodness of God. We want to absorb God's incredible power. We want to absorb every word, every word. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes forth out of his mouth. Every word. So therefore, if we listen, we'll have ears to truly hear. And if we have ears to truly hear, we'll have the ability to produce that word even in our sleep. And so then, that which comes out of our mouths is not going to be barren, but full of God's goodness, full of God's victory, full of God's provision. 
every single one of you. I speak it and prophesy it over you in the name of Jesus. Even now, that there's a level of increase over your lives right now. That you're rising up right now in the name of Jesus. Let the high praises of God arise. Let the enemy be scattered. And let the praises of God right now rising forth out of your mouths. Out of your mouths, every single one of you. The Lord will grant that the enemies that have risen up against you to flee before you in seven ways.